He made a lot of bold predictions the last time he was on our podcast. Billy DeMora, who we're calling Nostra DeMora, returns to see what has come to fruition tonight. <laughs> uh, whiskey business. New Year. Is it, uh, is it too late to say that? Too too far into the, the New Year to say Happy New Year? I never know what the rules actually are. What I can't believe is that I'm saying Happy New Year already. It doesn't seem like it was a year that passed, despite the fact that a lot of people think that 2020 was one of the longest years ever. Um, I can't believe that I'm saying it's here we are in 2021 and I do remember that in 2020 we we started out with so much hope and optimism and then got smacked right in the nutsack uh, for the rest of the year and then everybody couldn't wait for 2020 to be over but here we are in, in 2021 with uh, well let's uh, let's see let's start with COVID still raging uh, throughout the, the country, despite the fact that vaccines are, are being implemented. Um, the, uh, our capital was raided um, uh, on a lesser uh, note, uh, but still important to sport fans. Our beloved Buckeyes uh, lost a national championship. On a note below that, my beloved Steelers were knocked out of the playoffs by the Cleveland Browns. Um, so uh, is it more... Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Dino Chapotis, and welcome back to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey <sighs> in this new year, broadcasting once again remotely because that's the safe and smart thing still to do. As um, I think one of the stats was one out of 15 people are now uh, getting COVID. And like I said, optimistically, the vaccine's out there and and uh, I don't know where you're at in the line to get it. Um, I think I'll, I'll probably get it sometime in 2022 at this point. Um, but uh, that's okay. I've been playing it safe, trying to do the smart things as, uh, as have the two people that I cannot do this podcast without. They have remained smart and healthy and safe distance that greg hansbury on the audio side and hey, hey. Uh, hey, hey. boys happy new year to you as well happy new year happy, happy new, new year, year. actually gotten together since our christmas episode nope so, uh, i trust everything's going well in, in your lives as we uh, get ready to do this uh this first new podcast of the year which i am looking forward to because uh it brings back a, a returning guest who's back way, way sooner than you would ever normally yeah. be back. Billy DeMora will be joining us once yes. again. We're entitling this episode Nostra DeMora because <laughs> he paid some some predictions uh, in, in the last podcast that actually came to fruition. So we'll yes. discuss uh, some of those. And as is the case with Billy, uh, it should go off the rails pretty quickly. So <laughs> I'm looking. What is the, the word triggered? He gets triggered very yeah. easily. It's, yeah. a hair, it's a hair trigger. Yeah, hair trigger with, with Billy. Hair trigger with Billy. 
But uh, you guys have been good. Families are good. Everybody's been healthy. Everybody's right? healthy, yes, yeah. Yep. yeah. No, no new mutations over here. Uh, as no, of now. Uh-uh. Scary, scary uh-uh. shit, man. <laughs> scary, scary stuff. My wife is actually going to get the uh, the uh, the inoculation or whatever in the next oh, week. Okay, nice. that's right. She works down at OSU at Wexmed. So yeah, that's right. So she's going to get it next week. You're going to find her uh, belly up at all the bars. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I can't. Scares me that yeah. it thinks that you know once I get once I get it, you know, I'm superhuman and they can right. do whatever I want. No. I, I told her. I told her when uh, she told me she was going to get it. I said, "Well, just say nice things about me at the funeral." Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. We were texting oh, wow. back and forth. <laughs> Man, like, "Can I have your Donovan albums?" <laughs> I said, "Greg, that's terrible. Can I have your stereo?" Right. I know. Yeah. I know. No, man, yeah. Let's got to go somewhere. We got to get. You know, your son doesn't yeah. want your old records. Come on. No, no, <laughs> Uh, before I introduce the guest bottle and bring in our guest Hansberry, some some uh, much needed business to catch people up on here in 2020. That's right. Whiskey Business is the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. You can find it on all of your favorite uh, podcasting platforms, uh, Spotify, Pod, uh, Apple, TuneIn, um, uh, iHeart, I uh, just any one of your favorite podcast apps, we're most likely we will be there. Um um whiskeybusinesspod.com is our website where uh, we've got videos kind of our catch-all for everything else because we do have a youtube channel with some uh, great uh, links youtube whiskey business with dino tripodis go ahead and click right there if you're watching us and hit subscribe please and thank you and uh yeah share share these videos um also let's see what else social media on the facebook like and share instagram and twitter and uh, I also noticed uh, a new platform that I'm trying to work on, Dis- Discovery Plus. I don't know if you guys have seen Discovery Plus uh, out there yet, but uh, you know, I think we're going to be right up there with uh, with, with uh, who, who's the guy Alton, uh, who does all the animal documentaries. Uh, oh, I Attenborough, Attenborough. Yes, Richard Attenborough. <laughs> it's going to be Attenborough <laughs> and Whiskey Business, right? Boom, boom, right. at Discovery Plus together. So, yeah, yes. yeah. I, you know, we're going to try to get as many places as we can. And also, I wanted to tell you about a cool event. Our friends Leanne Sims and Blair Beavers, who have been on the show a couple times, and they do the Columbus Craft Cocktail Tour around town. They're hosting a virtual women in whiskey tasting event. So they talk to um, uh, inf- female influencers around the industry and hear their story. So uh, this Friday, the 22nd, they're going to be talking to Lisa Wicker, from uh, Widow Jane, which is a distillery oh, nice. that, and I don't think you could get Widow Jane stuff here in Columbus or in, in Ohio yeah, yet. I think you, yes, you can. Okay. All right. Well, I stand corrected. Regardless, uh, go to their website, ColumbusCraftCocktailTour.com, and you can um, buy a ticket for 30 bucks, and they hand deliver you. They'll, you'll get four like pretty hefty samples of hmm. Widow Jane, and they uh, you get a good variety, and then you sit there and you watch the video with Lisa Wicker, and they talk about it, and you do a virtual tasting. You get sloshed right here from your home, so uh, nice. kind of a fun idea. Yeah, the Widow Jane is uh, is good stuff. I'm a big fan. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm doing it. So that's what I'll be I'll be hurting on Saturday morning. I'll tell you that much. Well, you are one of the biggest <laughs> woman influencers in whiskey. That's true. Uh, My estrogen levels just. <laughs> Um, yeah, Widow Jane is is available. You can okay. get that in Ohio. What you can't get in Ohio just yet, and I don't know why. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We've had we've had the bottom shelf Heaven Hill on our show before, 
But this is the uh, bottled in bond, the seven-year Heaven Hill. This replaced the six-year bottled in bond, much to a lot of fans of the six years dismay because it was uh, it was uh, available for between twelve and and fifteen bottle fifteen bottles fifteen dollars a bottle uh, in Kentucky, but then uh, they came out with the seven year which was first released back in 1939. This came out in October of 2019. Uh, I managed to score a bottle when I was down in Florida where it is available and a bunch of other states where it is available. And of course, Kentucky, um, but not yet available in, in Ohio. And it's, uh, it's really good. It, it goes for somewhere between 35 and 40 bucks a bottle. Okay. It's only one year older. But I got to tell you, uh, having had the six year and the seven, one year uh, has made a, a lot of difference in this particular bottle. I really like it. The nose has got a nice uh, vanilla uh, and, and caramel nose to it. The palate is um, starts off a little spicy and uh, and kind of there's a whole lot going on there. And the finish afterwards is the finish is not as long as I'd like it to be. It's somewhere between a medium and a, and a almost long finish. But the fact that to the nose, I get those, I get those nice, those nice aromas of vanilla and caramel. Then I get the spicy, but then when it finishes, it goes back to that sweet uh, finish. So it doesn't burn on its way down. No, no. It's kind of like a all encompassing uh, nice little gift bag of, in a in a in a whiskey bottle so uh heaven hill bottle blue label hopefully it'll start showing up in ohio it's to carry the other uh bottom shelf heaven hill but uh when this one does pop up uh i strongly recommend that you pick it up what did we say about the bottom shelf i can't remember did we i mean is it it's a good bottom shelf liquor it was one of those heaven hill yeah heaven hill is just one of those uh Bourbons that you know that that uh, just because it's on the bottom shelf, a lot of people dismiss it. But um, mm -hmm. we actually, you know, it's funny. It's I, I can remember who we had it with. Yeah, yeah. We had it with Bill Farmer. Oh, that's right. Yep. We had it with Bill Farmer because Bill Farmer was a screenwriter, is a screenwriter, and mm -hmm. um, William Faulkner was a writer. And the Bills and Heaven Hill was William Faulkner's favorite go-to whiskey. Ah. So my <laughs> Right. Oh, that that makes complete sense. <laughs> but, but I have an I have an odd gift for remembering, you know, who our guests were and what the bottles were, which is amazing because this is our 151st bottle crazy. on the podcast to the point where I actually had to get a new notebook. Mm. First page of a new notebook for my wow. notes. That's a and nice one. Is that like a nice leather bound book right yeah. there? That guy was given to me by the nice people at Woodford. I've been getting a lot of stuff from some nice people. Nice. I got to thank Brown Foreman, um, Jeff Fulham from Brown Foreman. Uh, Jack Daniels uh, dropped off, uh, uh, brought me a lovely uh, trio of, of Jack Daniels uh, bottles that uh, from two from the personal collection and one from the uh, the state pick that I was down there with the state of nice. Ohio. It's because you wore that uh, that shirt, that Christmas sweater. That's no, maybe, maybe, possibly, who just knows? Keep wearing it, just or wear maybe it they're just good people. 
You hear that, Rax Restaurants? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right? Saying. yeah you're going to bring the franchise back, man. <laughs> Wearing a Rax. You have to go where to or Lancaster to get a Rax? I think there's two in the country, and they're both about 45 minutes south of Columbus. And is, it really, is it really a better roast beef sandwich, in your opinion? Uh, yeah, but it's not, it's not worth a 45-minute drive. That's the, kind the of a roast beef sandwich with the Rax sauce. I tell you what, Arby's hasn't beat oh, with the yeah. sauce. Our, they, our racks just had use has like just you know gfs barbecue sauce yeah, uh, you know. so part of it's the novelty but their fries are mm. all right <laughs> we digress they're wonderful all right well let's get to it shall we all right let's do it um he's been on the podcast a bunch of times normally uh just before the start of an Ohio State football season, and we discuss his many, many superstitions that he's um, kept, dropped, maintained, changed, whatever the case might be. We know him best as the world's most superstitious Buckeye fan, but the last time he was on the show, um, there was no Buckeye football. Big Ten had suspended play for the season, and we thought we got to get Billy on to discuss this. So we had, uh, if you want to go back in the archives and, and listen to a season demoralized, because <laughs> we, we try to flip love, out love the title. Name. Uh, let's welcome back Billy Demora for this episode that we are calling Nostra Demora because predictions were made. Predictions were made at that particular podcast. A lot of them came true. A lot of them came to fruition. <laughs> we'll cover all the bases. Welcome back, Billy. Nice to have you. Nice to be here, Dino. And by the way, I have my bottle of Heaven Hill Seven Year right here too. Oh, nice. Wow. nice, nice. I knew that you wouldn't be, you know, with without. I I, I couldn't scoop you. Um, I'll save this question for later. Um, let's talk about the the last podcast you were on. Um, you were upset. Ohio State was uh, not playing football, but you said that Big Ten football would come back. It did, and. My first question is, do you think that um, by being on the podcast, because you insisted on being on the podcast, that that would actually move things along? Do you think that by being on the podcast, that actually helped move the decision? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, if I'm not on the podcast, <laughs> only bad things can happen. So That's right. I, I had the sense that if, my, if I keep doing the same things, that we did get football season and it happened. And, you know, we got, I mean, we only got to play six regular season games and then the championship game and then the playoff games, but you know, we got football and thank God, because without football, I might not be on this planet anymore. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. And you said boldly that not only would we play football, but that we would go to the national championship. And we did. Sadly, sadly, we were, just let's just face it. We were outplayed. We were outmatched. We didn't have all the faculties that we needed to play a, a, a full game. Um, we we didn't have. We we were minus a defensive lineman. We we yeah. I don't care what they say uh, about our quarterback. The, the the shot he took in the Clemson game. Oh. You know, nobody bounces back from that a hundred percent. No way. That, you know Alabama is whatever they are. They're cheaters. I mean, how do they go all season? Their coach gets COVID, but no other player gets COVID. I mean, we have our coach gets COVID, and half the coaching staff and 20 players each game go out. But Alabama just must not have tested. 
because I mean, no one player sat out for COVID the entire season, which is a bunch of crap. Yep. Yeah, I agree. The testing needs to be unified for sure. So you think that uh, there was COVID that was running rampant through the football team, but nobody, they just played through it? Yes, because they're in the, they're in the South. They all cheat. I mean, you saw the victory in the streets of uh, Tuscaloosa. They had 10,000 kids out there running around. Not one of them was wearing a mask. It looked like a Trump rally. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing myself. <laughs> Uh, so do you think if we if we were at full full potential we could have we could have beat them? Because uh, what we did what we did I against Clemson was just I don't know if we'd have won the game, but I know it would have been a lot better than what it turned out to be. I mean, you're right. I mean, the running back who'd been a stud for the last two weeks prior goes down on the first play from scrimmage. Um, you know, we're down. Uh, Togiai had a monster season. He and Haskell Garrett in the middle of the line. You know, we're putting pressure on the quarterbacks. We're stopping the running plays. Um, you know, we lost Tyreek Smith on the end. Um, you know, I mean, it was just one thing after another. And you're right that 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 uh, there was no way that Justin Fields was 100% of taking that cheap shot hit from the Clemson linebacker who got disqualified for hitting hitting him like that. I mean, it was just all the fates were against us. We overcame so much all season to play to win the Big Ten championship. I mean, we beat Michigan State with no offensive lineman. We had a guy center the ball. And the first 14 snaps, no one had a clue where they're going. I mean, Justin Fields was going up, down, left, right, below and above. Um, I mean, you saw what happened to your, your your team on Sunday when the first snap went over went over your guy's head. I mean, Justin Fields did that 15 <laughs> straight snaps with the center of had no clue what he was doing. And we still scored 56 points against Michigan State. So, you know, and then the team up north quit. I mean, they only had nine total athletes in the whole athletic department. Test positive for COVID the week before our game, but they knew we would score 100 against them. And little Jimmy Khaki Pants just decided, I'm not playing Ohio State because I'm scared of it. You mentioned the Browns, us losing to the Browns. Now, I know that you kind of, while you have love for in your heart for Cleveland and you watch them, you kind of, I don't want to say gave up on the Browns, but you weren't as, you stopped getting season tickets, didn't you? I used to have season tickets for 31 years. And then the year before they went 0-16, I dropped my season tickets because the guy I went to all the games with died of pancreatic cancer. And I don't know if it was a sign or not that he didn't want to live through the Browns 0-16 or 1-15 seasons. Uh-huh. But when he died, I just stopped getting my tickets. Um, and, you know, because we sucked. I mean, we sucked for two years. We were the worst team in the history of NFL football. But, no, I, I'm happy. Uh, I mean, like I grew up a Browns fan. Um you know, I'm happy as a lark that we won the game. I'm not a fan of the owner who's a, you know, Republican scumbag. But, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I did not know that he was a Republican scumbag. I, I, oh, yeah, his brother is the, the governor of Tennessee. I mean, our owner should have been in prison for all the – he wasn't giving truckers. He owns a bunch of truck stops. He wasn't giving the truckers their rebates that they were, that they were owed. You know, he's a rich Republican. They don't get charged with crimes. <sighs> All right. Okay. At this point, I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the Browns. They they defeated the Steelers uh, handily. I mean, you know, how often does a quarterback throw for over 500 yards and loses a game, which Roethlisberger did? But uh, that first quarter was just 
nightmarish for me as a Steelers fan. And the, the ration of shit that I have taken in the last couple of days <laughs> 17 years. Not for of, me, though. Not for not me. For you. No, not for you. But 17 years of angst that finally just explode. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, our our, our <laughs> friend, Jamie Sanfilippo, said it's like having a younger brother that you've played horse with for 17 years. <laughs> and then finally. And he finally, he finally, <laughs> your younger brother finally beat you at a game of horse. And you're like, eh, all right, fine. You won. Congratulations. That's when you retire, though. You just hang you up. I did yeah. that with my mom with Scrabble. I She always killed me. And I beat her one time. And about, I never played her again for 10 years. So I'm done. It pissed, it pissed her off. It so, pissed her off. Right? <laughs> yes. Well, if you remember Al Michaels in the beginning of the third quarter says, I'm sure no Bronx fan is it's is not a little nervous now that they don't lose this game. And I was, of course, every one of us shook our head like, yes, Al Michaels, we realize we can still lose this game. Yeah. Uh, until it's very brown like until, uh, until that yeah. last interception, I had until that last interception, I was not at all happy because I thought, oh my God, we're gonna find a way to chuck this thing. Well, yeah, I mean you almost blew it uh the game before that with you know when yeah. uh when we had our not didn't have our starters in. I mean we were just uh just a conversion away from tying it up, and who knows what would have happened. But uh, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger I, is the winning, mo- the winningest quarterback in history at that stadium. Yes, yes, up up, up in Cleveland, up and now, up up till yeah. now. And uh, what about um uh um while we're talking about football, uh, Devonte Smith, who just do- dominated. What's the rumors here about him going to Johnny's Bengals? You think that'll shake out, or uh, is that just talk? I mean, who knows? I mean, it all depends what the, where the team is that has a need for what. I mean, the Bengals need a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be around that long because, I mean, you know, other teams need a wide receiver. I mean, the Jets, theoretically, Sam Donald, you know, isn't a horrible quarterback. And if they don't take, you know, if they don't take Justin Fields or – or, or, or Mr. Androgynous beforehand, I mean, you know, they, they could take, <laughs> yeah. take Devontae Smith. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah. good call. Mr. Androgynous, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and uh, have you come to the defense of the Buckeyes? I mean, uh, they're, uh, what were they, 122 out of 120, out of 127 as far as uh, defense by the by after after that game, we couldn't we couldn't stop them on on third and whatever. Uh, yeah. So, where where do you think the future of our Buckeyes are, Billy? Um, we're new quarterback next year. Um, no, we lose a quarterback. We're gonna lose some good players. I mean, but we are loaded. We have all the wide receivers, but a lobby. We got a stud wide receiver coming in. We got two five-star quarterbacks on the team now. We got another five-star coming in. We've got uh, the number one player in the country, Jack Sawyer from um, from uh, up north in uh, Olentangy. I think it's Olentangy coming in for defensive line. Um, our secondary is only going to get better. Uh, I mean, I mean, we're going to win the Big Ten. We're going to score a hundred on little Jimmy khaki pants. That's my prediction. First prediction is we will score a hundred little Jimmy khaki pants next year for them canceling. Their game and maybe on purpose, so we didn't get to go to the Big Ten championship game. But thank oh, God, the Big Ten, you know, the Big Ten changed the rules because they should have. Because, I mean, 
it's all about money. And Ohio State was the only team that to go to the playoff in the Big Ten. And so, um, you know, next year's biggest game, believe it or not, is not the team up north. It's against Indiana on the first Saturday of November. But still, the rivalry, I mean, it is what it is. And, and we were deprived that this year. So, but again, kudos to you, sir, for saying that Big Ten football would come back and we would go to the national championship. Congratulations. Your first Nostra Denora prediction, yes. two of them coming true, that Big Ten football would come back, that they would go to the national <laughs> championship. You did not get the win right. I'm sorry. Two out of three. But then as we continued on. If you remember, though, I didn't predict we would win the national championship game, if you remember that. I just said we would go to the national championship game. Oh, really? I thought you said yeah. we would actually win it as well. I thought I knew we'd go there, but I was always leery about Alabama, and I don't know if I actually said we'd win the game. But I mean, I could be proven wrong because I was a little drunk that night. But we'll yeah. go back to the tapes. We'll go, back. <laughs> yeah, right. go back to go back to the tape, right? I was just happy to get redemption on Clemson. That was yeah. that, that was that was that was that was redemption enough for me. That was a nice yeah. win this oh, yeah. season. That was just. Uh, I agree. Uh, it was an ass whipping. I loved it. A beautiful game to watch. And then as our podcast went on the last time, um, you being uh, deeply involved in the Democratic Party with what you do, tell me again what you do for the Democratic Party. Uh, I am the secretary of the state Democratic Party. Yes. As we started to discuss politics, reluctantly, in the last podcast, um, you were adamant that Donald Trump would lose the election. And uh, he did, not in the fashion that we had hoped for, but ultimately he has, he did, despite everything that's going on. And I'm very curious as to how you felt, not only after it was official that Joe Biden was the president-elect, but the entire fiasco that took place during all of that, leading up to the tragic set of circumstances that was a, a blemish and a stain on our democracy, as far as I'm concerned, um, no, no matter who or what uh, is in the White House. What happened here recently was just de deplorable uh, beyond mention. But... For someone like you who is deeply involved in, 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 the, in the political system, as it were, um, where do you think things stand right now? And this podcast will drop on Monday, Hansberry, right? Yeah. Yep. What, what, what is Monday? What day is Monday? The 18th or 19th? The 18th so and 19th. A couple days before the we're inauguration. All, we're all on, we're all on uh, we've all been cautioned and warned that from the 17th to the 20th, that uh, we need to have a huge heads up in respects to what's happening politically in this country. So, Billy, um, I'm kind of curious as to what your thoughts are on on any or all of it at this point, starting with the fact that uh, uh, the House, as of this podcast, this recording tonight, uh, the House has in, in, uh, impeached and, and, you know, so nice. They did it twice. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, twice. I mean, so, I mean, on election night, I didn't go to bed. Uh, I don't think any Democrat went to bed. The next night, with no outcome, no one went to bed. 
finally, you know, they started call. I mean, if you could read the tea leaves, though, and, you know, it's amazing to me that, you know, the, the right-wing Trump lovers, you know, there's only voter fraud in states that Trump lost close. But, you know, in North Carolina or Florida or Ohio, you know, there's no voter fraud in those states because right. Trump won them. So obviously yeah, it's, no voter it's a fraud. coincidence. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a crop. Um, and then they declared him the winner. And I, I, it was a several Saturday. And um, it was a gorgeous Saturday here. It was warm. And um, I think, like everybody else, we uh, I had a, a couple of my buddies come over. And my girlfriend was here. And we, we popped open a bottle of, of bubbly because, you know, Joe Biden was declared the winner of the election. Um, and now we got all this other crap that's going on. I mean, misinformation, lies, just a bunch of crap from a bunch of people who are uneducated, racist pieces of crap. And, um, you know, what on Wednesday, last Wednesday is a travesty. Everybody should be, should be held accountable for it. They're starting to arrest all these people. If you saw the internet stuff, three or four people were, got put on a no-fly list for their parts and what happened. We're bawling like little babies. We saw I can't believe I can't get a fly anymore. Well, that's what happens when you storm the Capitol and commit uh, sedition and insurrection of, of, of our government. And you're right, we impeached the you know, we impeached a sociopath for the second time. Several Republicans voted for the impeachment. Um, you know, now the 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 mob wants to, you know, I I got a call from the mayor's office today because I was in the building at state party headquarters, and they said they're encouraging everybody not to be downtown over the weekend, not to be at our office on inaugural day because of what might happen with all the gun-toting, racist pieces of crap wandering our city. Um, so I'm not going to be at the office. Um, the DN, I mean, several state parties got threats. Uh, obviously, you saw last Wednesday put a pipe bomb at Democratic and Republican National Committee headquarters. I mean, these people are out of control. Uh, the president incited them. I'm glad he got impeached again. Um, I'm hoping that he's going to walk out of the White House in handcuffs uh, next Wednesday, although he's not going to be there. So that uh, wherever he yeah. goes, I hope they cuff him and lead, lead him away. I hope everybody in his family gets goes to prison. Uh, I mean, these guys are enablers, and they're guilty of sedition uh, against the United States, and they all deserve to be locked up. How do you really feel? Yeah. <laughs> and this wraps up the podcast. <laughs> uh. Moving forward, Billy, what uh, it's going to be a a challenge for this 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 administration coming in. I mean, they've got they've got uh, quite a uh, a lot ahead of them to unruffle. To, to put it politely, I mean, with everything that's going on, uh, to undo a lot of the madness, to undo a lot of the the craziness that's taken place. And uh, I'm curious if you have a, an ear to the ground as to how that transition is going to go and how smoothly or not smoothly it, well, it, it may resolve itself. No, I mean, I think, I think that, uh, President-elect Biden has a plan. I think they're going to see in the first several weeks, you're going to see dozens and dozens and dozens of executive orders basically reversing course on everything the sociopath has done the last four years, environmentally, um, immigration-wise, um, 
dreamers, all that stuff. We're going to have executive orders to overturn all that crap that he did. We're going to stop building a border wall. We're actually going to have a plan to distribute the vaccine. Um, and uh, I think things are looking great. Um, I think things are going to get much better. Um, you know, we've got the Senate. I mean, I, I, when our discussion of football, I, I had a great thing you didn't let me get to, but I will never, for the next four years, I can never root against the Georgia Bulldogs because they saved democracy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Joe Biden and two Democratic senators, they saved our democracy. So I will be rooting for Georgia and every team they play against, except for Ohio State, for the next four years. For, for sure. Okay. That's four years, though. There's that, limits. That, that, that's very, that's very uh, nice. magnanimous of you to, to, to say that hey. and do that. But you're right. Uh, Georgia, Georgia pulled through magnificently. Yeah. Uh, uh, a, a black senator, a Jewish senator. I mean, in oh. in Georgia, you know, so overdue. Let, let's step away from politics for a second and go back to your superstitious nature, if you will. I noticed that you're uh, wearing a Blue Jackets jersey and no Ohio State uh, uh, wear of any type. That's so, correct. I mean, we well, lost national. Normally, if we lose a regular football game, I have a 48-hour moratorium on wearing anything Ohio State. But since we lost the national championship game, I can't wear it until Saturday. So Saturday. I have nothing I have nothing that says Ohio State on. I'm wearing blue jackets today. I wore Biden stuff yesterday. I have no idea what I'm wearing tomorrow because I've uh, maybe Browns, maybe Indians. But I have very few clothes that don't say Ohio State on them. Um, so I'm kind of at a loss. Uh, I'm saving my goatee tomorrow because we lost. So that's getting sh that's getting shaved off. Makes sense. Um, yeah, it's depressing. Uh -huh. Yeah, and how much longer are you going to be able to wear your Indian stuff? What do you? Which they're going to change? Uh, I'm wearing my too. Indian stuff to the day I drop dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you have a name picked out for the new team that you like? Or? Yeah, there should be the Spiders, like the old team. You want them oh. to be the Spiders? Yes, that might be yeah. kind of sweet. I like that. Yeah, I, I could do the Spiders. I said earlier, right when I first, when I, from the nurse news news first broke, I said the rocks because Cleveland rocks. Ah. Cleveland rocks, yeah, okay. I love that was a great song. I love it, but no spiders. Spiders. I hate spiders. I hate spiders. I know. Well, we all hate spiders, but that's that's even better. Oh, that's right, because you're you're you're, you're fearful of spiders. That's, that's right. right. I also want to ask you another thing, and this is probably a selfish personal question. But I know locked away in your home are some very expensive, rare bourbon, including <laughs> a full Pappy collection. And for months, months leading up to the election, I heard talk about the uncorking of a, a particular year of Pappy once Joe Biden won the election that you would share with certain friends. I thought <laughs> for friends, I want to know if that bottle has been popped yet or, and did I just miss it? Did I? No, you have not missed it. Now, I, I, I have two bottles of Pappy 12. I wanted to keep the, the flight of 10, 12, 13 year ride, 15, 20, 23 intact. Because if something ever happens to me, I can sell that for $20,000 to get back on my feet. But, um, so I am opening the bottle of Pappy 12. Um, you have not missed it. Uh, I think I might have people, you know, 
officially we're not president until Wednesday, but we can't go downtown Wednesday. So um, some point in the near future, I mean, also no one wants to get together and come anywhere and see anybody to drink because of COVID. I've invited you to my house 27 times yeah. to come and drink and yeah. you haven't been over yet. Yeah. But we will, at some point we'll go, I'll go down to my wine locker downtown and it will have the bottle of Happy 12 and I will pour out 23 of my closest friends will get one ounce of Pappy 12 to celebrate the end of fascism, uh, the fascist leader of the United <laughs> States and Joe Biden president. But Billy, I have a bottle of Pappy 12 here that I've okay. opened up for Hansberry and for Whitney. I mean, uh, I think I- Okay, I, so I mean, I have- uh, I think I need a little something more. <laughs> Given the given the anguish and the stress of this whole political <laughs> process, I'll, I mean, I'll take his, okay, his I, I think my reward needs to be bigger. I mean, okay, well, I got birthday bourbon. I've got um, <laughs> I've got Saz eight, Saz eighteen. I got William Lou Weller coming. I've got oh, okay. George right. T. Stagg coming. Now you're talking. I have to I have to drive to Alabama. I don't know if I showed you, but I think I texted to you, but I don't know. So a friend of mine in Alabama got me for face value $480. I got a bottle of Old Forster Birthday, Pappy Van Winkle, and George T. Stack. Face value $480 for the four bottles. That's incredible. I have to go down to Alabama. I was going to pick it up on the way to the playoff game in New Orleans, but then they didn't allow any fans in other than family, so I didn't drive down there to pick up my bourbon. But I'm going to drive down here. In a week or so, um, and go to Alabama, pick up my bourbon, and stop in Kentucky on the way home, buy another you know thousand dollars worth of bourbon, and then I'll be set for the rest of COVID. For the rest of COVID. All right, fair enough. I've got three single barrels of Peerless. I've got a rye. I opened it last night. Old Saint Nick rye. I got two of Old Forester. Single barrel option picks. I won the lottery for. I drove. I had to drive to Kentucky on a Wednesday. Watershed Amaro barrel bourbons, which is awesome. I don't know if you got one of those. I got one of those. So you got to get your ass you over here one. and drink. Yes, I do. I do, and I will. I will. It's not uh, just like I said in the in the, uh, in the beginning of the podcast. We've all been collectively trying to stay safe. It's like it's almost like we've come this far, and now that the vaccine is being distributed it's just like i want to cross that finish line you know mm. covid free to the best Don't blow it now yeah, yeah. No shit. not that i think that you billy would be i don't think i don't think a, i don't think there's a, a a virus out there that would survive your <laughs> or, or temperament i think any virus that even attempted to get into your system would run for its dear life after after being uh circulating through whatever it is that's in your uh your particular dna makeup so yeah I well that i drink every night uh, alcohol a day keeps the COVID away that's my motto that is true. I'm finding yes. There's been some. Uh, there's been some significant studies that those who drink and 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 I've said this before, but everybody poo-poo's it. Those who uh, smoke as well have also uh, had a better shot at keeping. COVID enters your body. Get me the hell out of here. This this sickly body. 
this host isn't anything I can survive on. So moving forward into the next season, uh, when we talk to you again, when when hopefully everything returns to some sense of normalcy, do you think you think we'll be back to you know the shoe being filled up again, or in the fall, or do you think we're still going to be you know? Well, it all depends. If you listen to everybody, I mean, I just read something yesterday. A couple of articles. I think by I mean our first game is the Thursday before Labor Day at Minnesota, and I've already bought my plane ticket and I have my hotel room booked for that game. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that if I if I get my COVID test, I mean my vaccine, and I get to go because I've proven to have got my vaccine. Uh, they say though that until until a certain area reaches herd herd uh, immunity. That we might not have a full stadium at Ohio Stadium, but they expect herd immunity most places by you know September. If if Biden's going to do what he's going to do, and he's going to have this, he actually believes the disease exists, unlike the sociopath that we're there we're stuck with now, who doesn't believe the disease even exists, even though he got it because he's such a moron. Yeah. But so I think it'll happen, and I think we'll play football. And I know that you know with all this, the tickets I have, you know, if they only take uh, you know twenty five percent. I figure since I have 20 tickets, I'll get to go anyhow. It'd just be somebody else like your neighbor or somebody who is SOL because I'm going to the game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fair enough. You know, they all come to the tailgate. and There you have it. Now, it's amazing how they're all Democrats, but, I mean, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, we're this. I'm not giving tickets to people that, you know, voted for Donald Trump. That I, you can be sure of. Yeah, that had to kill you, too, not having your regular tailgates that you normally have. Yeah, um, it, it, it did, but I mean, I realize it's amazing how much sleep you can get if you don't get up at four in the morning before a game. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no there you go. There's the bright side. Look at all the running this football season. Look at look at all the look at all the rest and relaxation you got. It completely changed everything. Your health is probably you know t- 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 twice as good now. Yeah. As oh hell no. A regular <laughs> no. Yeah. Did you because I, have, I mean, because I drink too much now. I got nothing uh, to do but drink every night. That's true. Yeah, I was telling Whitney uh, before the podcast that I uh, my drinking has actually decreased here in the last uh, couple of months. You must. Well, be I sick. hope your sex is increasing. Right. I don't. It's just like uh, I. I don't know if I just reached that saturation level. We're like <laughs> whatever, but uh, yeah, it seems to have decreased the. Uh, substantially here mm-hmm. in, the, in the last month or so. I don't know. I'm sh- Don't worry, boys. I'm sure I'll bounce back. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope <laughs> you're feeling better. No dry jeans. Well, believe it or not, you know, I'm glad we're doing this this week because I start my three-week cleanse there you go. on Monday because my physical is the first Friday of February, so there's no drinking for me after Monday for three weeks. So that's not an accurate – Yeah. That's not an accurate diagnosis. <laughs> Well, the hell it's not. I mean, my insurance is based on my physical, and it's money, and that's all that matters. Oh, I don't give a shit, but yeah. I'm like, you know, I lose like my when you have a dinner appointment and like you you floss really good, like yeah. a couple days yeah, before you go to the dinner. Cramps for a test. Good job there, dude. Right? <laughs> so as we start to wrap up tonight, uh, moving forward, and 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 everything we've discussed, let's let's go back to Nostra Demora. And say, uh, let's recap, if you will. Uh, let's start. Let's let's start small and go up the ladder. 
Let's start with uh, the Cleveland Browns. Whether they win or lose, uh, and and we'll know that by the time this podcast drops, we'll, we'll know if they're moving on or if they're out of it. The future of the Cleveland Browns looks bright to you, yes? The, the future uh, of the Browns, I think right? it is bright. I think we're – I think we're. I think we lose at Kansas City this weekend. We give them a pretty good game, but we end up losing. Um, but the future of the Browns, I think, is is very bright. We've got a great offensive line. We've got great running backs, great wide receivers. But the Browns got a great future. I think that the guys we preseason top five. And when I come on again next August, I'll make my prediction about the outcome of the football season when I. After I get to see some spring practice and see how our quarterbacks are developing, I'll make a prediction. But I guarantee we'll be top five preseason again, and we'll win. I mean, I'll pick right now. We'll win the Big Ten. We're going to win the Big Ten, so we'll be a five-time champ in a row of the Big Ten. I have to wait and see my playoffs. Fair um, enough. And the Indians' name? I think it's the Spiders. I think it's going to be right, Cleveland okay. Spiders. And politically speaking, our futures for the next four years? I think in the next two years. With a Democratic House and Senate, we're going to get a lot of things accomplished. We're going to revert, reverse all the a lot of the bad policies uh, of the current sociopath. We're actually going to, um, I mean, right in the first first couple of weeks, we're going to have another COVID bill passed uh, to get more money out in the economy. This time, the bill will have money for states, state and local governments, which have been crushed by this that the Republicans refuse to give because the idiot thinks, you know. You know, they're hotbeds of, of, of uh, I mean, because actually black people live in cities, so why help them? Um, that's 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 Trump said. Um, so we're going to have help for help for people, help for small businesses. I think that you're going to see uh, Trump and his entire family indicted on one thing or another, and sometime in 2021, whether it's taxes, whether it's the Russians, uh, all of that, you're going to see that happen. And I think by this time next year, our country is going to be in a much better place than it is now. All right. Here, here. Nostradamora has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Nostradamora has spoken. Let's see what comes to fruition as uh, we thank you once again, Billy. Always good to talk to you. Um, I think now also you do have the, uh, the record for most appearances on the podcast. Because I, you, expect, I hope never to lose that record. Anytime someone else gets close, I expect to be on again. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, before we uh, lock things up again, I want to remind everybody that our guest bottle is uh, it, it was Heaven Hill seven year old bottled and bond, not yet available in Ohio, but hopefully it'll make its way here. If you get a chance to find this while you're traveling down in Kentucky or Florida, or Texas, or some of the other states where it's available, uh, do yourself a favor and pick it up. You won't be disappointed. Also, I uh, want to thank my producers, as always, as we kick off. Uh, th these remote podcasts are, are, are hit and miss, technology-wise speaking, so we apologize for any of the glitches or, or blips that may have occurred throughout this thing, but you know we're doing the best we can with what we have to work with. And I so look forward to the day where we're just sitting across from each other again on a regular basis yeah, yeah, and sure. doing this. But uh, uh, Greg Hansberry on the audio side, a couple Cheers. of closing, closing uh, points to remind people of. 
That's right. Whiskey Business is uh, your favorite podcast. Not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. You can uh, find everything uh, Whiskey Business at whiskeybusinesspod.com. You can also uh, please go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube on your favorite podcasting app. And if you comment and like and share uh, everything that you, you kind of get a kick out of, that helps us grow uh, by uh, kind of word of mouth. Um, YouTube, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Not Happy it. New Year. Happy New Year. And, of course, could not do it without the video expertise of John Whitney. Thank you, Johnny. Good to see you. Um, like I said, hopefully we'll all be together soon. And, uh <sighs> 2021, you know, I just, I, I, according to an email I got from uh, an astrology website, this is supposed to be my year because oh. I was born on the 21st mm. and this is 2021. So there's supposedly a lot of good things that are going to be happening to this guy in, in 2021. When? Yeah. When? Can't be as shitty as it had, whatever happened at 20. So, right. No. You know, yeah. you got through 20. If you come over, you'll get green bourbon, but you got to come over for that. <laughs> yeah. He's already looking up. Yeah. I understand. We can do that. You know, you and I, we can, we can safe distance. We can figure it out. You know, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll continue to, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up in 2021 on whiskey business. As we said, uh, podcast, not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. We will have a uh, whiskey centric type podcast. We will have a great and unusual guests joining us on a variety of things. Uh, actually, we're actually working on uh, bringing in some astrology people to see what that world's like as we move into 2021. Also, uh, maybe Hansberry is working on somebody who can interpret dreams. Have you, like a lot of us, had just the most messed up dreams in the last six to nine months, I know I have, and I'm, and I'm having them on a regular basis. I could fill a book with a crazy stuff. What do those mean? Maybe we'll have a dream interpreter on to kind of discuss that. And we'll go back to doing some Facebook Live stuff as well because you seem to enjoy that. So moving forward in 2021, uh, it's, uh, uh, again, a pleasure to be your host for yet another year of Whiskey Business. And until... Let me turn it the right way. There we go. Until the next bottle. See ya. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly. And our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.